Hey guys, <laughs> it's me, S Titties. Hi, and I'm Mondo. And this, and this is, is the, the Salty Rim. Rim. Oh my god. So, Mondo, how is she? Oh my god, so good. So good. Episode two. Girl, we're on episode two. I know, I can't Salty believe it. Rim. This is so good. And we have you guys to thank for it. Oh my god. If it wasn't for your guys' reactions to our first one, we would not. You know, even bother. Yeah, everyone had their own reaction to the salty rim, and some people were like, "Girl, the salty rim, wow!" Yes, they were people, living. Yeah, and then other people were like, "Oh my god, thank you for being so vulnerable and uh-huh. open." Mm-hmm. And people loved it. They loved. People it. had questions like, oh. "What's a queen?" And I'm, honey, quaint. <laughs> A cunt queen. A cunt queen. Queen cunt, honey. With a K. Come with a K. We don't offend. No, we're PC we're on rec- this podcast. We're reclaiming the K word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So what do we want to talk about this week, Oh my maybe? God. I think we should talk about body positivity. <laughs> <laughs> body positivity. More like open a bag of Cheetos and let me start digging in, girl. I mean, you can if that makes you feel happy. I mean, sometimes it does. I TBH. think that's the definition of body positivity for me. It's like... Feeling comfortable enough in your skin and, like, letting that be enough, regardless of what, you know, waist size you are, how you look without your shirt off. Yeah. And, I mean, for me, like, growing up, body positivity has always looked different, you Mm. know, than for what for I think than it's looked for other people who aren't, like, of Mexican descent or Latino or anything. Because, you know, growing up, there was always beans, rice, and tortillas. Like, Mm. hands down, Mm -hmm. on the table, you know? But there's also, it's it's very... uh, uh, much about genetics like there's people who are latino who can eat beans rice and cheese and they don't ever get a gain a pound you're right when i eat it bitch and you see it right away the next day yeah. honey. it's funny that we're talking about like when i was growing up because i feel like everything this is just my philosophy you can trace everything back to when you were younger like yeah. what happened to you when you were younger what were your circumstances what were your surroundings like how were you treated you know everything that we are today is a result of what we were when we were little and what we perceived the world as and our perception at that time you know and as we grow up we start to change that perception for sure no definitely because like i grew up listening all the time like people would always say oh my big ass mexican thighs Mm. you know and that was always the thing and it's like yeah i have thighs like and even at my like skinniest or my biggest like that's always been a prominent feature is like my fucking thighs so it's like yeah genetics growing up and hearing those Mm -hmm. messages and you know like um my mom made a name is Lopez so I uh, want to believe that I'm related to Jennifer Lopez because I always had that booty you know okay and I, yes. I never knew that ass was something people liked especially as gay men like I didn't realize like an ass you know girls were always like damn mm-hmm. Jason your ass and I was like yeah. what about it you're like you're not gonna play with yeah. it <laughs> you know oh my god so when growing up me and my cousins had um, a club uh-huh. right we created a club we thought we were so cool how old did it have to be to join your club well I don't know we were just all in a club right and we're all going around giving each other nicknames. Okay. And they get to me and my nickname is Noba. And I was like, <gasps> I was gagged. Yeah. I was like, ew, no, I want a butt. I need a butt. I like, that was the thing, you know, like, and they were like, oh, here comes Noba. And I hated that nickname. And I swear to you, I prayed to baby Jesus every night. My baby. To my give baby. You <laughs> my child. Yes, just to give me a fucking butt. Okay, so that experience you had, you know, saying that you had no butt, and you didn't know you did not have a butt before that, right? So how has that shaped you today as a gay man who, or no, as a non-binary person who claims that they're a bottom? Thank you. How did that, you know, 
affect you today? Well, so I, again, like I always grew up thinking I didn't have a butt, mm-hmm. like, and even when my butt started to come in or whatever, or I started working out oh, when or her butt all dropped. of that, when my butt dropped, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she dropped the low too, girl. I bet she drop did, it, Drop it, drop it low, girl. Oh my God. As it started growing or coming in, like I didn't want it because mm, I thought yeah. that it was something that totally. like was not to be desired, not to be wanted. And like, I would hear things like J-Lo and stuff. And, and so, but was always to me an, a, a feature of a woman. Mm-hmm. And I was trying so mm-hmm. hard to oh, fight yeah. my inner femininity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that like, I was like, I didn't want it. And mm-hmm. so no, but was, I was okay so with it. you were that. Mr. No, but I was Mr. No, but, yeah. and I started to become okay with it. Yeah, totally. You know, because one, being judged for it, mm-hmm. like, I'm not having, like, all of that stuff, and so... Um, so, at what point did you begin to recognize that your butt is beautiful? I think recently. Mm. I think, okay, well, one, when I stopped fighting um, being a bottom, you know? Like, I, there was so much bottom shame from yeah, myself, yeah. from the community, Oh, and the gay community, yeah, we around. talk about it all the time. We're like, oh, oh girl, like, she's, she's a, bottom. a bottom. Like, that's yeah. a bad thing. Like, uh-huh. girl, we strive off having bottoms in this world. Seriously, okay. you can't have a top without a bottom, Hello. bitch. Okay. I mean, you could, <laughs> but <all. laughs> it might hurt. <laughs> I mean, uh, but, so, so, yeah, and so I had to embrace my bum bottomness bottomicity bottomicity yes abomination <laughs> oh my god abomination i can't um but yeah i had to embrace it and then once i started embracing it when people would say like girl she's a bottom like and referring to me i'd be like yeah you're right and i'm a power bottom bitch mm, and you best believe yeah. that there is power yeah in being a and i'm sure there's a lot of you guys <laughs> on there who experience this bottom shaming you know and it's like you just have to own it because when you to. do that there's nothing else they can say it's no. like oh shit Okay. Yeah. Just you know. as there's nothing being a top, there's nothing wrong with being a bot. Like, there's nothing wrong yeah. with, you know, liking and like, what you like. Yeah, yeah, liking what you like. And and there's nothing with being verse, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, even though I sometimes shame people for oh, being Oh, I know. Worse. You shame me, bitch. I know. I really do. <laughs> but that's because, I, for me, someone who's a bottom, like, don't, I don't understand. I don't know. No, that's a whole other subject. I think that's the greatest thing about being versed yeah. is, like, you understand both worlds. And I think they're the best lovers because they know what, how oh, to please okay. each other. Okay. Yeah. You know? This is a personal ad. Is this a Craigslist <laughs> post? No, it's not. <laughs> but if you want to hit me up, Oh, my God. Here she goes. Add his titties. Okay. Well, can I talk about me? <laughs> yeah. So, so my about- biggest body issue... Are yeah. my titties. Okay. Yeah, are my chichis, baby. Them. So ever since I was little... Well, it was funny because, like, I was fine. And then I realized at one point when I started to recognize, like, that I was insecure and that things started bugging me, I started mm-hmm. eating. So, like, eating was one of my first things I ever started doing to cope with, like, emotions or feelings, mm-hmm. right? So then I got chubby. I have fat, young, you know, fat, young fat boy syndrome. And, like, I lost 50 pounds just so I can play football for my dad. And mm. I was horrible. I was always getting flags because I didn't know the rules, whatever. I lost the weight. <laughs> and then, uh, you She's know... prancing <laughs> around the field. <laughs> But I always had, at that point, then I had these man chichis. And, yeah. like, my nickname growing up was Chichi. <gasps> yeah, my oh my, my favorite cousin is Stephanie. I called her Cucha. <laughs> she was cool. Well, it was because my parents used to call us El Gordo y la Flaca. Uh-huh. You know, like the TV show. Yeah, you guys yeah, are yeah. Latino. You know exactly you what know, that is. You know, girl. So I was the Gordo and she was la Flaca. And so we created our own nicknames for each other. And she called me Chichi because I was, you know, my boobs and man uh-huh. boobs. And then I called her Cucha because she's like my... <laughs> Because I, I'm weird. 
So Chichi and Kuchan, like that was my nickname, was Chichi and Chichi Boy. And I remember I got a job at Kitchen Twenty Four here in WeHo when I was like twenty one, and like my nickname was Tetas Boy because I had man boobs, and like the manager would make fun of me and like flick oh my, my man boobs. I know, and I I'm like in this world of WeHo where like it's like pecs and muscles and yeah. Instagram, it's like abs and pecs. It's like I've never been comfortable taking off my shirt ever, ever, oh, ever no. in my life. Ever. And it wasn't until last year when we went to Puerto Vallarta when, yeah. like, I was doing keto for, like, six months yeah, and, like, yeah, was yeah. training and doing... We were going to base camp together. Yeah. And, like, we were working out hardcore and, like, I felt good to take off my shirt. And, like, that was the first time I ever really did that and I was proud of it. Um, you know, but then I, you know, and then my body fluctuates. But it's yeah. part of the reason why my name is S Titties in drag is because I'm trying to own something that I've been so ashamed of all my life. S Titties, los tetas, you know, yeah. these man boobs. Like I get to own them when I'm in drag and be proud to have titties. Work. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. So now you're Tetas <laughs> and I'm Noba yeah. and we're embracing yeah, our fucking... Tetas boy and Noba. Yeah. And Mr. Noba. And, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a porn. Mr. Noba and Tetas boy. Meet me in my office, Tetas boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but like that's so, that's so cool. Like both growing up, being judged for these things and mm-hmm. then living life and then finding, you know, and struggling with it. Mm-hmm. I still and, struggle with and, it. Yeah. Like I me mean, too. Last me too. Last, last month I was in New York and I, I've, I'm the heaviest I've been in a while. Um, of last year was during the holidays and like I was in New York for a month and I just felt so gross and disgusting with yeah. myself. I didn't feel sexy. I didn't want to be out in public. I'm more comfortable sometimes in drag cause I can hide the boy body and I don't yeah. have to like be like, Oh look it, I don't have a perfect male physique right mm-hmm. now. Look at me, you know? So I get to hide behind the drag sometimes mm-hmm. in that way, but I did not have a good time. So that's why for the new year, when I came back from New York, I was like, I'm going to make a change and I've been keto for a week now. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, like, it sounds ridiculous, but I already see changes. Like I yes. take off my shirt in the mirror and I'm like, Oh my God, progress is I in see session. changes. Yeah. Yeah. And not for my bald head. I had shaved my head last week. <laughs> she had a fucking Britney meltdown moment. It was Because she wanted to give Britney luck. Yeah. And she slayed. It, she looked great. You, you looked really you so good. Thank you so much. Thank you, You looked Bobby. really good. We went to Evita. If you're ever in West Hollywood, go to Club Evita. It's the place to it's be. It's the fucking place to be. It's Friday nights at Nightingale. Yeah, it's popping. But, um, but yeah, but a part of me for also like around like eating and, and body positivity mm-hmm. is growing up you know I didn't come from a family who really had much you mm-hmm. know so a lot of the times what we could afford were you know dollar burgers at McDonald's mm-hmm. or like 99 cent tacos at, at um, Jack in the Box uh-huh. like and you know and so some of those patterns I still have today and sometimes when I'm feeling oh, down yeah. or I'm feeling like oh my god totally. I want to go to that comfort place of like growing mm-hmm. up and going and feeling excited to mm-hmm. get this thing oh of because, course you know oh, you're it was gonna like eat it was, yeah, we're yeah gonna I was the eat. same way I grew up poor I, my parents were 18 when they had me and my little brother so we didn't have much money you yeah. know and like I never knew when my next meal was gonna come mm-hmm. so even today as an adult sometimes I'm like feel pressured to eat all the food on my yeah. plate or eat all of mm-hmm. your food and make sure there's no food to go to waste and it's just mm-hmm. like an old habit of mine that I didn't even know or I take hate. some food to go yeah, take it to because go I'm gonna be hungry later scavenge yeah. wherever I could yeah, yeah I didn't even know I had this like I, I don't even want to call it an issue but I didn't realize it was a habit I had yes. created yes. because yes. I was just so accustomed to like having this you know fear in the back of my mind like I'm not gonna eat later or I'm so poor I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna have money for food later which mm-hmm. is still true today but it's like today I know like I'm gonna be taken care of and I'm gonna eat 
Like I don't need to go crazy yeah. or overeating because of that too, where I'm not even hungry, you know, yeah. which caused me to get like bigger anyways. Yeah. And we should read, um, what urban Let's dictionary read urban has dictionaries. for, yeah. um, body positivity. All right. So a body positivity or as urban dictionary describes the top definition is accepting your body as it is and attempting to make everyone else feel comfortable in their own skin as well. Karen, it's so awesome. I wonder how she's always so confident. It's because she supports body positivity. That's great. Loving yourself is the best way to go through life. I mean, so <laughs> true. It's very like, true. I, I like that it says that you don't only embrace yourself, but you have others embrace them for. The, yeah, you inspire others you inspire, to be yeah. comfortable in their skin. I and that's a big part of the reason. Like on my Instagram, like I'm so transparent and I'm so honest on my Instagram, just because I'm like I know there's a lot of fake bullshit on Instagram, mm-hmm. and people like to you know. People are posting their half-naked photos and being like, love yourself. But it's like, yeah, it's easy for you, bitch, to love yourself when you always look like that. When you obviously, like, what are your struggles? We don't know your struggles. We don't know what you go through. So I love sharing my struggles because, bitch, I got a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I share my struggles. So then that way when I do post moments like that, it's like, oh, yeah, we see his evolution from the struggle to this. So it makes it more, like, real for me. At yeah. least that's where I come from with it. Yeah, no, definitely. And, like, that's why I think that, like, that trend going around right now where you, like, post your, like, 10 years before, 10 years now, like, uh-huh. it's interesting to see people, what they look like 10 years ago uh-huh. and what they look like today. Yeah, because I was, like, at the height of social media almost. Like, right before it started, Exactly. So there wasn't as much pressure to be, like, beautiful and gorgeous. Or also, like, just, like, the fact that, like, people have had the change. And, Mm -hmm. like, maybe they did change their eating habits. And maybe Mm -hmm. they had some similar sugars we had, but they they made the change. And mm -hmm. it's possible, Mm -hmm. you know, that when I'm fucking 41, maybe I could look like that. I don't Mm -hmm. know, you know. But it's funny. Everyone's posting. Everyone looks way better today. Not that they look bad before. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, like, they look great. Like, no one is really, like, aging horribly or, you know what I mean? I feel like it's... What I love about it because a lot of people don't like this challenge they're like oh this is fucking stupid but it's like what I love about it is it just gives some it gives people an opportunity to be a part of a conversation that's happening regardless yeah. if it's you know people make it whatever they make it but like I know if I were a 14 year old gay boy at home and I saw this challenge happening it would make me feel a part of like the world or a yeah. part of something to have just joined in and put my two cents on yeah. it and then when people start hating on it it's like yo just leave them alone dude yeah I mean I don't see the hate but I also see see the uh, the hurt feelings of some people because mm. I think that that's where it's coming because like let's say I did have a lot of body dysmorphia or let's say I did decide to transition from like male to female you know mm. and then my 10 years ago pictures are me as a male and mm. like I don't want to remember that time mm. or like you know there's, so there's all of these things yeah. that like in 10 years can change so mm-hmm. I understand where people might not want to do something like that because it might affect their body positivity yeah, totally maybe they love who they are today and they don't want to look at 10 years ago yeah you know because that was such a different time but and speaking a of headspace totally but speaking of I mean 10 years ago also wasn't that long ago if you think about but it but it is it's, it is no it totally is no. but at the same time it's like oh fuck that like was only 10 years, years ago, ago you weren't sober I was oh, Oh, I definitely wasn't. I was a hot mess. Yeah, exactly. I was the skinniest because I was doing so much drugs. (laughs) But but there there we go, though. (laughs) Totally, totally. So you were skinnier. When I was doing drugs, of course. When you were doing drugs. But, like, were you healthier then? No way. But in my mind, I thought I looked amazing. I was, like, felt I was probably 130 pounds, which I'm normally, like, 185. Mm -hmm. So that's 50 pounds less. You know what I mean? I was sickly, but I thought I looked banging. I was 220. 
Ooh. right when I before I came into the rooms, like I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, "I'm um, gonna write down obese," but you're like, <gasps> "Not." I'm like, "Girl, obese." I'm obese. If you're right, I know. If you if the doctor's writing it on a piece of paper, that means it's real. <laughs> and. And then, you know, and then coming into sobriety, I got to lose the weight, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had the same thought, like, coming into before sobriety, I thought I had it going on, that mm-hmm. I was banging. And now I look at pictures of myself in the past, like, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ew. Yeah, oh, no, totally. I was like, what was I thinking? Yeah. I look like Skeletor. Yeah. Gollum. Yeah, <laughs> and my body, I feel like my body positivity, because of my lack of unawareness, mm-hmm. was less heightened than it is today. Mm, of course, totally. you know. To Today, I'm more aware of, like, more conscious oh, totally. of, like, what I eat, w- um, uh-huh. like, when I'm working out, when I'm not. I had a, when back there, I didn't give a fuck. Of course. I had a great revelation one time. I was in Hawaii for a convention. Mm-hmm. They have these conventions for LGBT uh, sober communities to go out, like, you know, in another state, and they have these, like, little retreats for sober people. And uh, I went to this one in Hawaii, and I remember I was feeling a little insecure about my body, because it was Hawaii. It was gorgeous. Everyone's taking mm-hmm. off their short shirts. and then Shirts ooh, and shorts. Honey, not yet. I did have the most amazing sex in my life in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. But um, I remember I had this revelation while I was in Hawaii, and I thought, you know, I was, like, meditating, and I thought to myself, Jason, your body's not going to change in this moment. Like, this moment is what it is, and your body is what it is right now. Why don't you, instead of hating on yourself so much, just try to, like, accept your body for where it is right now and know that it's not going to change regardless of what you eat today or what how many push-ups you do in the two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, your body is what it is, and just love it for what it is. Shout out to David. Ew, David. Um, he once told me, we were on a hike, and he was like, do you think the universe, your God, your higher power, whatever you believe in, wants you to be disgusting and feel gross about your body and hate your body? Does your higher power want that for you? And I thought, no, my higher power thinks I'm fucking sexy. He wants me to thrive. He wants me to take off my shirt regardless of what I look like and be like, I'm so loving and happy with my body that y'all can't tell me nothing. And I I was like, wow, that's huge. Because I'm the only one that's creating this like nonsense about my body. And it's not easy, of course, with everything around us and people telling us stuff. But it all, I think too, it always starts with us, how we yeah. see ourselves, how we see other people. And sometimes it works with like treating other people with love and seeing other people with love, like seeing you and looking at your Nova and being like, damn, my friend's got an ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And in turn, I get to like love my ass and love myself and love my body. Yeah. I think like that's the beautiful thing about body positivity is that everyone's like idea of what their body should look like or what they want it to look like is different, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because somebody who, but I you think, know, mm-hmm. is maybe it has a different body type than you do might look at you and be like, what are you talking about? Or, or oh, yeah. you know, someone might look at me and like, I, we all have our own perceptions yeah. and our own ideas of mm-hmm. what we would like. But our then a lot of, like. a lot of people don't mm-hmm. have their own ideas either. They have ideas of what other people yeah. think is pretty and what's yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. and what's accepted. You know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like that's one of the first hurdles, you know, I knew I needed to get over at yeah. first was to get over what everyone else thought I needed to be. And, like, look at myself and get over what I thought I needed to be and just accept me for who I am and what can I do to get where I want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, definitely, like, going into spaces where there's other people to look at and to judge myself or not judge, what's the word, um, compare, compare myself uh-huh. to. Mm-hmm. 
like the gym or workout classes or even a nightclub you know know, or abbey (laughs) but like in particular like where i'm going we're going to change Uh make the uh change you know and 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 see you know that's why i like spin classes where it's in the dark like that's a reason why i Mm. have fallen in love with Mm -hmm. or like yoga sometimes because it is in the dark it is like a moment where i if I choose to, I could just be with myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not looking at, oh my God, there's the guy who is benching 300 pounds Mm -hmm. when I'm over here benching 20 or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. or all the other comparisons I could be doing at the gym. And that's that's another thing because you never know what people are doing either. Like there's, especially where we are. how long they've been working out for. Or how long they've been working out. Yeah. You don't know, you don't know other people's stories at all. It's everyone's own experience Mm -hmm. with their body Mm -hmm. because that's a beautiful thing Mm. my body is mine your body is yours their body is theirs yeah and and at the end of the day we're all just i like to think of it we're all just our bodies are all just vessels for whatever we are in this life taking us through this life because we all end up dying anyways (laughs) we're all gonna die Mm -hmm. and the body's gonna be gone and what's gonna be left is your spirit right yeah so how is your spirit how are you working well for me how am i working on my spirit how is my spirit thriving to make sure this body is getting its best you know life out of it possible and one of my favorite quotes from this band or my favorite lyric is the way you invest your love, you invest your life. Mm-hmm. Because after we're done, or after I'm out, out and done and mm-hmm. not in this world, like no one's going to remember what my body looked like, or at least I hope that that's not what I'm remembered for. But I'm remembered for like things like this, mm-hmm. where I'm being truthful, open, honest, just like sharing my love and light with others, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I think that that's. Thank you for you sharing know? your love and life, friend. Thank you. And you're a badass bitch, girl. Oh <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Oh, you're fucking hot. You're <laughs> fucking strutting. Well, I love you, friend. I love you too. I'm so happy we get to be on this road together. Yeah, me too. And, and I'm so glad we get to share it with so many other yeah. people. I would love to hear your guys' comments on your you know, your your journey with your body. Yeah. You know, and I think another thing we could talk about another time too is like how, you know, at least for me, how freely I give away my body like sexually. Yeah. And like how that really does play, you know, it, it, that's a whole nother layer. It's and that's a whole nother conversation. Of, it's a whole nother conversation. And it's, it, it does so much, you know, to my insecurities and like my personality, everything that I do, yeah. like that whole using my body, you know, and not loving my body in a way that where I respect it and yeah. I just do whatever with it. Yeah. Um, it's been a big, big, very long journey. For me. Yeah. It's still, continues to so maybe we can talk about that in the next episode in the next episode so like like comment subscribe <laughs> keep loving yourself mm-hmm. keep loving others yeah. and yeah share with us you guys gave us so much good feedback last time yeah back. and give us topics you guys want us to talk about too yeah. like we're over here like plotting scheming what are we going to talk about this week bitch <laughs> yeah i'm like no i don't know oh my god this. Yeah, oh my god, i was at right. the gym and i was like yeah body positivity perfect. yeah no Let's that's great it. it's great so good well thank you guys thank you guys so much You've been listening to me as titties. And it's me, Mondo. And you can catch her at... Oh, you can catch me at S titties, that E-S titties. And you can catch me at, at Mondo, M-A-N-D-O-H. And if you guys are listening, before the 21st, I will be at Showgirls at Mickey's WeHo performing. Showtime at 10.30 p.m. I'm with Morgan McMichaels, Raven, Mary Cherry from New York yeah, is going to be I there. Yeah, I love Mary Cherry. Ah, She's we're my with bitch. Hummingbird Meadows, Sonique, and Vicky Vox. So and come I'll be in the audience. Uh, Monday at Mickey's if you're available and if you can come out, make your West reservations. Hollywood. We'll see you there. Yeah.
<laughs> yes, okay, so come so out. Excited. All right, guys. So we'll until next time. You have been listening to the Salty Rim. Oh, that tickles. Oh.